Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. Hope you're all set for a great weekend with whoever and whatever you're doing. Uh, myself, I'm looking forward to Chelsea dropping another match. Can't wait. Um, and then leaving for the Combine on Sunday. That's right. Sunday afternoon, I'll be uh, on my way to Indianapolis for a week of festivities, good times, and lots of guys running around doing athletic testing. Always a good time in Indianapolis. Um, hope you guys are set up for a great weekend. Good to see everybody already joining in in the comment section. As I said in the title of the video, um, unfinished business is kind of the theme here for Aaron Rodgers, I would suspect, coming out of his darkness retreat and looking forward to the possibility of coming back to Green Bay and um, getting another year under his belt with these young receivers, with an offense that was certainly in transition last year. There were a number of things that transpired throughout the 2022 season that I think Rodgers will probably look back on and maybe not feel irked, but have a real bad taste in his mouth, whether it is the fact that they traded away Devontae right after he signed his extension uh, or the kind of makeshift offensive line that was really an issue through the first half of the season to the growing pains of the young receivers, to the fact that he didn't even have Christian Watson on the field for much of the first half of the year. You start to saw, you start to see all of that come together that second half of the season. Now, yes, well, there's still issues with the offense. Well, there's still issues uh, the way they were trying to play, uh, you know, their game plan from week to week. Were there issues that I was going to have personally as a fan, like with their approach? Sure, of course. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you sit and look at the totality of the season last year, you're thinking, is that really how I want my last year in Green Bay to end? I mean, as painful as something like 2020 was, and certainly still continues most likely to be to Aaron, I got to think that is at least acceptable. Going down swinging in the NFC Championship, or even in the playoffs at home in Lambeau in the snow, that's acceptable in the sense that, you know, you, you gave it your best shot, you're the number one seed, what have you. All of that, I would think, would maybe give you an ability to even start to approach closure. Whereas last season, that's your last season in Green Bay after 18 years? Really? I can't imagine that's in his thinking. I have to think he's going to emerge and say, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for another season in Green Bay. And as much as those of us who are ready to turn the page may, you know, sigh at that idea may curse that idea to anything stronger um, in reaction to that idea i totally understand the packers leaving that door open and if aaron does want to play for one more season in green bay or hell even two i understand the packers acquiescing to that desire because look most people in that building outside of mark murphy probably don't have a job without aaron Rodgers, and that's been true for a number of years and I get that it's show friends. It's not show friends. It's show business. I understand it's about what you're going to do, not what you have done. But Aaron Rodgers, as has been the case for much of his career, is a special case. And I think the Packers are treating him as such. For all the times that in my Twitter mentions, I've had fans going, oh, they're so awful to Rodgers. They don't give him weapons. They don't acquiesce to his every desire. I think at this point, they are leaving it open because he is special. Because he is a four-time MVP who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer who has kept them on the map 
for about 20 years now. Another two years, another year even of Aaron Rodgers is not the worst thing that can happen. And I get it. I understand people will moan. People will be, oh, can't we turn the page or they're sick of it or what have you. I get all that. Trust me. You guys know. I said just the other day, myself, personally, I'm ready to turn the page. But I understand why the Packers may not be. And I understand Aaron Rodgers might not be. Hell, for Aaron Rodgers, where else are you going to go that you are going to have a better chance and going to be able to operate an offense like the back of your hand other than in Green Bay? Wherever you end up, I don't care if it's in Vegas with Devontae, who clearly you have a connection with, but certainly don't have a connection with all the other guys on that team. Maybe a handful of guys in the front office and coaching staff. Now you're going to walk in here in New York with the Jets and be able to get everybody on the same page right away and have everyone being able to know what every single nuance of the offense is supposed to be in Green Bay. You've now spent a year with these young guys building this connection just to walk away from it. And, and then, you know, there's all of that. And then there's the 59 million fucking dollars on the table. There's the fact that he's not played anywhere else in the entirety of his career and has said repeatedly, including last summer, that he wants to retire a Green Bay Packer. And I know there's been a lot of drama. I know there's been a lot of conjecture. I know there's been a lot of sourcing. And I trust a lot of the sourcing. I think a lot of it has been blown up. But I think there's a lot of smoke there. But there's some fire. All of that said, I think cooler heads will prevail. And as I have said repeatedly, Corey and I said at every watch party, we said at every transplant, we said at the end of the year in transplants, I've said it all Packers daily throughout the offseason. I still think he comes back. And I think they go one more year with Aaron Rodgers. And that is not the worst thing. People, they had no offensive line and a broken thumb at quarterback for half the year. I have a pretty good feeling that it won't be a repeat of 2022. Now, does it have to be better? Yes, of course it does. Last year was unacceptable. You know who knows that? Aaron Rodgers. I just think, you know, people, we've gotten into this kind of 24-hour cycle where we're we're reading sourcing and we're battling narratives and so many flame wars on Twitter. It's like, can we just step back and recognize that what regardless of the outcome, if you want Rodgers here or you want Rodgers gone, regardless of what happens, the Packers are in a pretty good spot. They're either running it back with a four-time MVP or they're turning the page to their quarterback who is ready to play and has been developing for three years. Either way, that's a good spot to be in. Just asking Packers fans to take a breath. Just take a breath. That's all. Keep scrolling. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody here. Good to see Brandy. Brandy's always representing. Nags, every year there are plays and yards left on the field. Why is this year different? Uh, it won't be. There will always be plays and yards left on the field. That's The, the question is mitigating that and minimizing it. But you're always going to have, you know, misses and uh, missed assignments, missed blocks, bad throws, miscommunications. Always going to be. That's, that's, that's just life in the NFL. He shouldn't have played with a broken thumb. Whose call was that? I would suspect his. But let me ask you this. If you were just paid $50 million to play quarterback and you've had people throughout your career question your toughness 
and your commitment to the team and is he all in and all this blah blah blah. What would you want to do? I know if am I if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I can throw it, which he clearly could. It's not like every pass was off the mark. It's not like every like play was bad. He threw a bunch of yardage and touchdowns with a broken thumb. You know? Yes, there were throws that were off the mark. No doubt about it. But he's tough as nails. He's old school. And he had just been given a monster contract. And he wanted to keep playing and stay on the field and play with his guys. I get that. Again, would I have liked to have seen Jordan Love personally as a fan? Yes. But I'm not going to kill the guy for wanting to play especially at the end of his career, you know, I, people, uh, he's kind of damned if he does and damned if he doesn't, if he plays through the thumb, people are like, Oh, well, he's being selfish. And if he doesn't play and he cites the thumb as the reason the media absolutely kills, him. Oh, he just signed this huge deal. He's letting the team down. It's just his thumb. How bad can it be? You know, you know that, you know, that have been on offer. So, uh, I, I, like I said, I don't kill him for it. Uh, what else we got? Can you remind me the last time the Packers had a spending spree aside from the Z and Preston year? Oh, uh, that would be the one year in recent vintage. It's just not what they do. It has been few and far between. There have been savvy acquisitions such as Charles Woodson or Julius Peppers, but big spending sprees. I'll tell you one that leaps to mind. Hardy Nickerson. Joe Johnson. Those were fun. I like the fact that the Packers don't go on spending sprees. That's a good thing for the most part. Could have run the damn ball more with a broken thumb. Now you're talking, Soder. See, again, it comes down to, you know, personal preference, possibly, you know, approach on offense, what would have been best for the team, probably button it up and run it a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I feel you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> you, sir, are the voice of reason. Hope your words get through to the crazed fans. Good luck with that. Uh, Brian, thanks for Super Chat. What's your round one draft want? That would be a good football player. You guys know, if you've been watching me any length of time, the draft is such a crapshoot, man. I, I have players I like. Brian Branch is my current love, but... I'm convinced that he will be gone by the time the Packers are on the clock at 15. I would absolutely adore him in a Packers uniform. But like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. Here's my thing. It's like every year people obsess over the draft and they look at hundreds, if not thousands of players. And then like 10 of those are going to be ending up to be Green Bay Packers. For the most part, I mean, I'll watch some of the bigger names and I'll look at guys that interest me or whatever. My days of like breaking down 100 dudes or whatever, 200 guys, are long over, man. It's like, I will start breaking down their games once they become Green Bay Packers. Because then they're Green Bay Packers, and I love them. Until then, they're just college kids. I don't really have that much interest. Um, Matt, thanks for the super chat. 
Let's say Adams wanted to stay in Green Bay and got an extension. In that scenario, do you think Brian would have traded Rodgers after the 21 season instead? Doubtful. Coming off an MVP year? Quite doubtful. I mean, I guess it would really kind of depend on the relationship and what was going on in the building between them. And are we dealing with Rodgers? Summer of discontent too, electric boogaloo, you know, things of that nature. But, um, yeah, no, I... I, I tend to doubt it, Matt. William, thanks for the super chat. Best show on YouTube, not even close. If Rogers goes to another team, will you watch? Well, thanks, William. That's really nice of you to say. Um, yeah, if Rogers goes to another team, I would one billion percent watch. I I remember going to see Brett Favre's first game as a Jet in the preseason here in New York. Went out to the Meadowlands and took a look. Yeah, of course I'll watch Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes. He's an all-time great Green Bay Packer great. I like great football players. I'll watch him wherever, whatever uniform he's in. If he plays the Packers, however, I'll be hoping Preston Smith knocks his dick in the dirt. It's pretty simple. Much like when Favre played the Packers. There was no greater moment, no greater moment, and I was there, than Desmond Bishop's pick six of Favre in Lambeau Field. Uh, that's a top five moment for me as a Green Bay Packer fan. I I was like outside my body when that happened. Legless, thanks for the super chat. Would you rather want a coach who coaches to their system or one who plays to their player's strengths? And why is it the latter? I'm thirsty for pappies. Legless, you know me well. Yes, of course. That was one of my big kind of record scratch moments at a press conference Matt had. Was it this past year or two years ago where he said, you know, some teams do like game planning week to week to their opponent, blah, blah, blah. But we try to stay kind of scheme specific from week to week and not change much. And I was like, no, don't say that, please. Uh, I'm with you, Legolas. But, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, what, what was Rogers? Word? What was, is Big B here? What did, what did Rogers call me and Corey to Big B? Buffoon? I'm just a buffoon. So don't listen to me. Guess how we can run the ball more? Start love after getting a haul for a rod. It's possible. I'm not sitting here telling you it's impossible. I'm not sitting here telling you it's never going to happen. I just think uh, it's not going to happen. I think Rogers is back. But yes, possibly. Now, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you know, this RPO stuff really comes to the fore if love is the quarterback. And Matt tells him, like, just gun it, man. You see it, throw it. Rise and fire, kid. Who knows? Maybe it's all Matt. We don't know. Love shortened his release and made it much more compact compared to seasons we've seen prior to 2022. Do you think Tom Clements is to thank for that? He changed Rodgers completely from college. That's a really good question, Tyler. And that's a good observation on Love because, yes, his release is so much more compact. Uh, this season in particular, comparative to his first two. I don't know how much of that is Tom Clements. Um, I know, yes, he did work with Aaron. But don't ever forget, you know, Mike Sherman had a hand in that as well. That first year, he very well could have gone overboard trying to make it something different than what he had done in college. But he let it alone. And he said it will it'll fall back. It will fall down because he if you go watch those first that first preseason where Rogers literally has the ball up in his like by his ear hole on his helmet, like he's carrying it like classic Tedford stuff. Right. And Sherman was asked about it. And Sherman said it'll come down naturally. Like, he didn't mess with it. And it's a little thing, 
but it often gets kind of missed because then Mike comes in and Clements and they have the QB school and they do start kind of working with him, dropping it, you know, consciously trying to get him to carry it a little different. But I always appreciate the fact that Mike Sherman didn't mess with it. And Mike was like, just, you know, now it was easy to do because he was a backup. Right. But the sense that he didn't have to force it and he was just like, all right, just let's just calm down about the carriage thing and we'll let it naturally kind of evolve. And it did a little bit like he came into that next summer and it was already kind of down a little bit. But um, yeah, Clements is a Clements is a OG, baby. I'm very I we don't even know if, if he's officially still on the staff for this year. I mean, I saw a bunch of announcements today from other teams uh, finalizing their coaching staffs. Um, but I haven't seen anything from the Packers. And funnily enough, we also found out today that Matt LaFleur and his staff will not be going to the combine this this year, which I kind of assumed was coming. Um, once McVay stopped going, I figure all bets were off. But uh, no, I, I remember I asked Brian about it last year. And, you know, he did say the politically correct thing, like, oh, we really value what they do here. But ultimately, if you're a coach, Yes, is it valuable for you to be in the room with some of these guys and ask questions in the 15-minute interviews? Sure. But for the most part, it's all about the medicals. And you sitting there as a coach watching these guys run 40s is probably not the best use of your time. So, you know, staffs more and more are staying away. Matt and his staff will be staying away this year, which makes sense. And I, I know Rob had reported they're going to be working on schematic stuff, which, hey, good. Let's start with the red zone, shall we? I'm down with this idea. Soder, thanks for the super chat. Has Tyler apologized to Matt Mombi yet? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, and I have to say, speaking of apologizing, I have to apologize to anybody who tried to tune into YouTube last night to watch Tyler and I play Madden, because holy cow, was that a shit show. Um, Tyler's Wi-Fi was not up to snuff, so we had to switch to his Twitch channel. Um, and not an abandoned YouTube. So I, I apologize for that. You can 1 billion percent blame Tyler, uh, but we'll do it again. It was a lot of fun, and I won, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I miss the NFL red zone. Only, what, six months to go? Something like that? <laughs> Please go on Pat's show when you're in Indy Nags. It would be awesome. Well, Talmore, I have to be asked to be on Pat's show, and I don't get the sense that that invite is incoming. But I love his show, and I love Ty. I hopefully, I think I'm going to see Ty while I'm in Indy, so I'll definitely get to say hi to him. <laughs> uh, so that's why internet wasn't working. Yes, that's why his internet wasn't working. Correct. Uh, that Packers hoodie is fire. I got sent this by a fan whose name escapes me at the moment. Sorry. But, yeah, somebody sent this to me. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite hoodies. Uh, most shock, shocking Green Bay Packers lost 2014 NFC Championship game versus Seattle. Oh, it's like not even close. Yes, 1,000%. Oh, what else we got? <laughs> Rodgers showing up on a Tuesday only to run into nags. That would be epic. That'd be great. I'd be like, what's up, Aaron? How you doing? Let's go get a drink. It'll be fun. Nags, do you buy the thoughts that we aren't hearing anything because a trade is in the works? No, Smalls. I don't buy that at all. We're not hearing anything because Aaron hasn't decided anything. The darkness retreat was not a deadline. The deadline is March 13th. Until it's March 13th, he doesn't have to say boo, and he probably won't. I suspect he's not going to say anything until after the combine. 
So I wouldn't be holding your breath. And I fully expect him to say, I'm coming back for another year with Green Bay and the Packers to welcome him back with open arms. Get Ty as a guest next year. I, Legless, I, we, we tried this year and we, it was just bad scheduling timing. Uh, but we definitely going to do it. We're, we're, we are absolutely a thousand percent going to have him on at some point. Uh, regardless, he starts a quarterback. Do you think we'll make the playoffs this year and the defense will be even better along with the offense of line being better? I think the offensive line will be better, mostly because they'll have David Bakhtiari for most of the year, hopefully, knock wood, and Elton Jenkins. Um, but yes, I do expect them to make the playoffs. I mean, they should. If the quarterback doesn't have a broken thumb and the offensive line is actually cohesive and the defense takes a step, yes, they should make the playoffs. I don't think anybody should be poo-pooing that or sniffing at it or whatever. And that is regardless of who plays quarterback. Now, with Rodgers, the expectation is a title. It has to be. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? But uh, regardless, yes, they should make the playoffs. John, thanks for Super Chat. If I was holding my breath with 12, I'd be dead. <laughs> well, that's a cheery thought. Um, do I think Bacciari will play most of the games this next season? Yes, I do. I 100% do. Like both Matt and David indicated at the end of the season, they have found a really good kind of cycle, way of working, um, a rhythm in their scheduling as far as when he needs to be on, how much he needs to practice to mitigate whatever issues he's undoubtedly going to be dealing with regarding the knee for the rest of his career. I think they found a really good handle on it. And that's not a guarantee that he's going to make every single snap of every single game. But I think for the most part, yes, he should be there for all 17 games. Best Packer taken in the supplemental draft? Mike Wall? Probably Brandy. I mean, was a second rounder that they gave up for the kid out of Navy? And what's funny is that people probably forget that he started as a tackle and he struggled. And then they moved him to guard and he was fantastic. And then you guys remember he was so part of that amazing line back in 2003 that ran all over Buddy until, you know, Mike Sherman had someone pull on the goal line and then 4th and 26 happened, then Far throws an interception. You know, you remember all that. Uh, any more restructured contracts, do you think? Oh, yeah, Dan. Uh, we'll probably start to hear a lot of that during the combine, I would suspect. I think Kenny Clark will get restructured. I think David will get restructured. Um, handful of others. Uh, yeah, I we're not even close to done in that regard. You'll, you're going to hear a lot more of that. And like I said, probably next week during the combine because every agent's there. All the personnel guys are there for Green Bay. We'll start to hear stuff. No doubt about it. Uh, so what do the Packers do with replacing wide receivers all draft? Sure don't want the quality free agency like last year. Next, your best guess. Um, they'll pick over free agents, but they're not going to take a big swing. Uh, they just don't have the cap resources. Now, if Aaron's back, they've got a little cap to breathe, you know, breathing room when it comes to the cap. So... They might go mid-tier free agent, you know, but it's going to be someone who's out there for a while. It's not going to be that first kind of 24, 48-hour stuff, you know. Book your travel now for the first week of free agency because you're not going to miss any Packers news. That's all I'm telling you. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night and have a great weekend. Go Pack Go. <laughs>